0: you're listening to greener thoughts the podcast about environmental news commentary environmental facts and other things you'd like to know In today's topic i'm going to be talking about how the border wall is creating havoc on the wilderness and more so let's begin so hey everybody my name is nyla and uh welcome to greener thoughts whether this is your first time listening or not thanks for coming The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday for your enjoyment. Please be sure to favorite Greener Thoughts, rate and share it, especially if you like it. And lastly, send your thoughts, comments, or environmental articles by email to Podcast at gmail.com. So, the news from today's episode is coming mainly from NPR in the environment section. So, um, I first want to ask a question, are you for the wall or against it? And I want to know your reasons why. I want to know because whether you support the wall and are for it or are against it, there are many new things that are developing every month because of it. There are people, animals, Mother Nature, and ways of life that are being threatened. Um, And their ways are going to be threatened uh, for a long time and going to be altered forever, seemingly, if this wall is created and stands. Um, I think it's an important time to talk about this uh, heavy subject because it is a hot topic and... It has been evolving in the last uh, few years, especially since Trump is now in office, and that was one of his main promises, one of his main political promises that he was going to um, carry out no matter what. And now it's getting closer and closer to, um, you know, actions that he's done to make this wall a dream for him, and and he has the support of many people, which is unfortunate, but. Uh, Now it's time to know what this wall will actually do um, to so many things that are going to be affected by it. And uh, to know what's at stake, what's at stake that we may not have seen, foreseen. Um, This is also important when you think about environmental factors, um, natural disasters that may um, worsen because of the wall and learn how to fight the wall in your own way and also put pressure um, on those who seek to literally divide America figuratively and literally. So I want to first start off with a quote from uh, Joseph Fort Newton. He was a 20th century uh, American minister, priest, and author. And he says, quote, Men build too many walls and not enough bridges, end quote. So... You know, I think he's right. You know, men, humans, mankind, period. We aren't building as many bridges and pathways of friendship and and love towards our fellow human beings. We're so quick to argue or or get to a war or invade or or kill our fellow man. Um, You know, some people are just evil that way and this I think is is evil in a lot of ways this wall um you know humans where we come in a lot of shapes and sizes and the fact that Trump wants this wall just lets me know that he is to the you know uh limit when it comes to understanding a people when it comes to uh Seeing things other people's way, to to box out uh, a whole country, is absolutely ludicrous. And he wants this expensive wall, for what? To prove a point, to say that he did it? He may give his reasons, but I want you to anal- analyze what yours are. You know, we can't keep boxing out and eliminating and cutting ourselves off from Countries or people or ways of life, and destructing uh, uh, Mother Nature in the process. It just it's not gonna work because Mother Nature is always gonna win. People are going to prevail. People are going to stand up, and that's what's happening now. I want to get started and uh, let you know about the border wall and just its cut and dry uh, details, and uh, it's it's pretty. Uh, you know, thick in itself, this wall, this border wall. It's going to be about 2,000 miles, which is uh, a really um, extensive, vast distance that's almost the size of America, um, short of a little over a 1,000 miles, Um, uh, because the U.S. is 3,000 miles plus or so. And uh, it's going to affect this wall, it's going to affect six natural parks if it does come to um, total fruition and uh, humans, of course, human activity, trading routes, um, travel, um, and the like. It's going to disturb animal migrations, their mating patterns, so many other things that animals do, and so many other um, types of um, species that are already endangered. They're going to be more. Um, threatened Uh, animals that have been present for thousands of years are going to uh, see their total um, their their way of existing either stopping in its tracks all because of this huge wall or other things that are even um, unforeseen right now and then 2005 Congress actually uh, gave the U.S. Department of Homeland Security just the ability to actually waive several environmental regulations all in preparation for this wall. So this was you know, 14 years in the making, and it, it's culminated in this. So there was a, a large uh, disregard for the environment a long time ago. And many of these regulations um, are like the uh, Endangered Species and Clean Air Act. Um, and, and other related, you know, acts. They kind of disregarded them and said, "Well, um, this wall is is already in our minds. It's going to take, you know, precedent whether um, the public likes it or not." And this information is coming out that this has been happening. Um, whether these uh, when these regulations were totally just um, disregarded, and what's at stake is a, a ton of things. So um first um I want to say that there are parts of the wall and the border that are being of course newly constructed. But um in uh parts of New Mexico, like southern New Mexico for example, there's a, a border fence near the Santa Teresa support of entry there and it's actually a twenty mile uh long steel fence that was actually done and constructed last year. But um there are parts of the wall that I think aren't even cohesive. So you're going to have you're going to have different lengths, um, different types of materials for this match- matchy wall. Um, you know you're going to have to worry about um, defacement, uh, criminal activity maybe around the wall, border security, killings because of their their guardianship of the wall, the, the government's guardianship of the wall, um, different like uh, local state agencies that are of course. Putting up personnel and trying to protect the wall and all the material that's going into the wall. There's just a lot that's going into this wall itself. Um, and then much of the new construction right now is expected along this river, the Rio Grande River in Texas, um, big a big and famous uh, river. And uh, like I said before, there are animals that are going to be at stake um, when it comes to you know protecting. environment but also this wall is so um disastrous you're going to have mountain lions and coyotes and also like um other species like the endangered mexican gray wolf is going to be um at risk um some other things um in nature that i think are going to be affected um is the movement of water so um As we all know, water, you know, may come in different forms, solid, um, liquid, um, and the the like. And um, if you're having, uh, if there's a river present and there's a river uh, local and nearby, what if that river is somehow split in half? How is it going to travel where it needs to travel um, to um, an estuary or become part of a a bigger lake or even to the ocean? How How are these bodies of water going to um increase and stay for you know the thousands of years that they already have how is that going to be possible well the movement of water is going to um be cut if this if this wall is in place because i i bet you there are other natural um landmarks in other places that are going to be um just ripped apart and and literally split in half because of this river because of this wall um a movement of indigenous peoples um is another uh factor or uh, native peoples as some people um refer to them. Um between your lands and their ceremonies and the things that they do, their ways of life, special events, um are going to be, you know, disturbed and they're gonna have to um, you know, make a change and I suggest that they, you know, keep finding this border wall. Um, I looked at this uh, interview some uh, weeks ago, and it uh, talked about um, the Indigenous Peoples Movement and how it was done in, in Washington, D.C., and that, yes, you know, this wall is very treacherous for them because they can't travel the way they're supposed to travel. They can't do um, certain things that they do on the Native lands, and so with this wall it is really handicapping them uh, as a people and what they do in their life. Um And, uh, the next thing is that, uh, whole regions, neighborhoods, um, again, areas of land, are going to be permanently separated. So, whether you, um, know it or not, your neighborhood may not look the same as it's going to look, um, after this wall is put in place. After, um, whole grasslands, whole, uh, dry areas, arid lands, whole, um, mating grounds for animals, whole... Um, places where you thought that they were safe, they're going to be affected. And so, you know, if they're going to be affected, do everything that you can to make sure that they are not affected. Um, Entire floodplains, uh, again, are going to be sacrificed and separated. And also, when I was talking about uh, natural disasters, if there's no um, flood. For the water to to again uh, be soaked up in or be um, be um, leveled there, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna have a rift in it because of that wall, and of course that could create um, a dam of of sorts, and that's not what you want. And again, um, something like a hurricane or a tornado, how would that affect the wall? You know, would that be even more? Billions of dollars of damage and cost to repair it. These are things that are, of course, um, knowns and unknowns, and these are very important to consider, um, especially when you want to support or um, not support the wall. Uh, next and lastly, uh, in this section, I want to talk about what now. What's um, being happening? What's um, happening now um, when it comes to lawsuits for? Um, against the wall and uh, what um, Trump may think about doing, and I'm going to conclude with my thoughts. I'm going to talk about all these things. So the uh, Center for Biological Diversity um, and other groups are actually filing numerous um, types of lawsuits against um, the government's authority uh, in regards to waiving the environmental regulations that they did. Uh, Most of these lawsuits um, have failed when it comes to winning, but some haven't um, failed. And um, there's a new security uh, uh, border bill, um, and border security bill, I should say, um, where actually some Texan um, environmental sites are actually going to go to great lengths to protect areas um, like the Santa Ana Wildlife Refuge and also the National uh, Butterfly Garden. Um, but uh, Trump, because he's declared this a uh, wall national emergency and of great importance, um, those uh, protections of those uh, sacred places may change, unfortunately, in the future. Um, so my uh, thoughts on this topic, period, and the wall is that I want to understand what is this wall proving? like I started before in uh the episode, I wanted to understand what would make someone create a um ten or plus million dollar billion dollar wall in an effort to prove xenophobia in an effort to delay trade culture movement of people because of perceived uh stereotypes and 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 misnomers and um negativity of you know people groups of people themselves i'm not understanding what this wall will prove to ourselves or maybe to even other countries what they think of america if this wall was to be put in place um and what about canada we we will never see another border wall like this against canada but we'll see it um across the mexican um and american border you know We would do this to to our neighbors to the south, but never to the north. And why is that? Why do you think that that is? Let's be real about that. Um, Also, there's another thing that I thought about, you know, um, anyone who's scared about um, Mexicans taking over or having delusions of that... You know they can fly. They can easily get on the plane and fly over here like they've been doing, or catching a bus or hop on a train. Like there's no, there's no evading that. Anyone who wants to get over to America can do that. And Mexico is not the only way to get, uh, to America. You can fly over from a totally different continent or country entirely. Um, and then you know for border security, how is that going to, uh in envelop and, and evolve uh over the years, you know will border security actually get better? Is that solving the cause of 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 the problems that are at the border the criminals um that happen to be there I'm not saying that the border is 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 always criminals, but I'm saying the small- uh population of people that live near and around the border. In um, these border towns, criminals are getting in, yes, but they're getting in because there's a cause and there's a there's a, a need for drugs in America and that has to stop. When Americans stop having um, drug problems and get to the roots of their problems and figure out, you know, why am I using drugs to, to do that and infecting, affecting people's lives and, and eventually killing people in the process to get whatever drugs are coming from Mexico, then you'll see problems just fall by the wayside, but if there's a, if there's a, a want, then there's going to be that need and that supply, and that's what we have to figure out, you know, if you're, if you're affected by someone who does drugs, you know, help them, don't feed their habit, because, um, it's easier to do, to see them waste away, when you don't want to do that, you want to help this person, you want to help your, your neighbor, your family member, someone who's close to you, um, And then uh, lastly, fear is expensive, you know. And in in my um, humble opinion and in my thoughts about this is that we can't afford to be fearful as a people. You know, I'm not fearful and I I love talking to people and I see them for who that they are and for who they are. Um, And if we want to um, use this horrible tool of a wall, in uh, thinking about how someone else is making us scared, we have to look internally. Why are um, you scared of someone? Maybe you don't even know. You don't even interact with um, someone who's Mexican. You don't even know anyone who's Mexican. You don't even inter- You don't even have Mexican uh, friends. You don't. Develop, envelop yourself in Mexican culture. You you say you love the food, but you're scared of them uh, when they work in your neighborhoods, when they um, happen to, you know, go to social events with you. And you, you have to fix that. As a, as, a, as a person who's maybe closed-minded, you should fix that. You should be as open. You have this life to, to live and not be fearful. And, and fear is going to cost us. If nothing else, fear is going to cost us heavy in this country. And this is the message that I think is important to to hear from today. That yes, fear is expensive. It will ruin your life. It will ruin friendships. It will cost you uh, doing what you love. It will, you know, wreck a a relationship. It will make sure you're stagnant and that you don't grow in this life. You know? And you don't want to do that. You want to have a full, lovely, um, educationally dense, um, impactful life. And 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 put a stamp on it. That's the and and those who came after you, you know, know that you did something powerful and that you stood for something. So stand for something, and you know, speak out your feelings. You know, if you're uh, against the wall, prove it, and uh, and do what you need to do for today and for tomorrow. So um. I really loved uh, going over this this news and uh, I'm going to have more to say in the Mother Earth minutes, but until then, I'm going to come back with um, a quick message. Do you love Greener Thoughts? If you're able to, decide to show your support of Greener Thoughts by clicking the second link in the description box of the episode. It's a direct support link for Greener Thoughts. the Mother Earth Minutes is the time in the show where I just take a few minutes to um, address some of the actions that you can take to combat the issue that we talked about in this episode, of course, and as always, save Mother Earth. And uh, the message, I think, in the Mother Earth Minutes uh, today is that um, the barrier in any barrier is just one less thing that America needs. Um, whether it's an educational barrier, a health barrier, job barrier, whatever it is. We need less barriers in this country. Uh, we don't need more. And um, if you are um, the first thing um, that you can consider and do, um, if you are you know, against the wall, be against the wall and take a stand. You know, connect with someone who may be um, affected by this wall, whose family is hurting right now who is really going through it, who's having ice on their back, who's having immigration and customs, um, you know, really barreling down on them, who's living in fear, you know, are you, um, around someone or live around someone that, um, could be, um, going through it right now, you know? Um, Ask yourself how you can be of help and service to them. Maybe they need a shoulder to cry on or lean on. Maybe they want you to go to a rally or protest against this wall directly. You should do it and just join them and and see who you meet and um, what goes on from there. Uh, The second thing you can do is call or contact your local representatives. Um, I know that uh, the Sierra Club had its lobby night um, recently, actually... um, past um, Monday, the last Monday, um, and it was amazing, and I, I had so much fun even speaking to my local representatives about a myriad of environmental bills that were coming up and being discussed um, on the floor, and so I urge you to talk to your congressman or congresswoman, delegates, senators, and representatives, or any others that you think Um, are going to, you know, help you in this fight, whether they're your mayor or someone else. Um, And so a really great site um, if you are old school and like communicating um, via untraditional methods, I guess, um, versus like email or, or calling in person or writing letters. you could do is um, go ahead and go on uh, factzero.com and it will actually um you know be a great tool for you to use and internationally they can you are able to send faxes um and also in the u.s and canada um and they they've been featured in uh, reuters uh, kiplinger u.s news and clark howard and you can also go to a site like um, www.house.gov forward slash representatives. Uh, next, uh, and the third thing is that you can support uh, border advocacy groups. Um, there are, of course, near towns or regions that are near the border, such as um, groups in the Rio Grande Valley or San Diego, um, South Texas, South Um arizona california maybe oklahoma other states around um the south in the southwest so uh, a really great site that i'm going to link into the um, episode description is this site um dedicated to um, all types of groups um, that dedicate themselves to protecting the border and there's a, a ton of different groups i'll just link um with the website um and then fourth and last Is that you could join an organization that is giving the good fight and is actually doing something. And so through this website I'm also going to link in the episode description um, there are many organizations that you can join. Um, One of them is Border Angels, um, the Council on American Islamic Relations or CAR, um, Earth Justice, the National Immigration Law Center, Um, The Sierra Club, shout-outs to my uh, favorite organization and one I'm a part of. Um, Southern Poverty Law Center um, or the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, otherwise known as the NAACP, and many, many other organizations that are going to be useful for you in this time um, of great um, protest and uh, awareness. So those are really great uh, tips I think will, you know, uh, solve or, and, or help educate you in order to make a bigger impact on what you're already doing, um, or, and, and, where you happen to be living. It doesn't really matter as long as you are doing something that is all that matters. So uh, next I'm going to, uh, go into the eco fact of the day. So the eco-fact of the day is that plastic cups take 50 to 80 years to decompose in places like um, Starbucks for example they're offering 10 cent discounts um, especially if you bring your own reusable cup. Um, Those facts are found on uh, list25.com. Next the call to action is the time where I want uh, to hear your story. So you can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental care and support or who demonstrates environmental stewardship or even works hard in the environmental field in either an organization or an entity. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, be sure to send a 200-word essay to the email address greenathoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So the Eco Company Spotlight is, of course, a time in Greener Thoughts where I'd like to, of course, review environmentally related products or services and have anyone who's out there who wants to talk about their environmentally related product or service to, of course, get in touch with Greener Thoughts and let Greener Thoughts know about it so that I can uh, give your product or service the attention and love that it deserves and needs and um, I get to review it. But um, until then, I'm going to start introducing even more companies that I think are fantastic and do great things for the environment. Um, and uh, many of these companies, I, of course, have bought products from and love and, and even use products even now that are these um, products from these companies. And one of the, the newest ones I'm going to start talking about is uh, Econuts for uh, today. So um, if you've heard of EcoNuts, be sure to let me know um uh, your experiences with EcoNuts and their, their products. So EcoNuts has been making uh um, organic home cleaning products um in earth-friendly packaging for planet-conscious consumers since two thousand nine and econuts' uh laundry detergent is one of their most famous products. They also have floor cleaner, glass cleaner, reusable paper towels, uh and wool dryer balls and also veggie wash uh for all your uh fruits and veggies out there. And of course, all these things are made uh and are all certified organic. Uh, in their composition and materials and in their formulas and all of their products are in different sizes so sample sizes, bulk sizes and bundles and the combination of all of these things and the mission of EcoNuts is to uh, have dedication in using the safest, highest quality ingredients for their customers so that they can feel good about the cleanliness that they're exposing their families to And I initially heard about uh, Eco Nuts um, last year probably on the show Shark Tank and I heard some notoriety about it. And I was watching its videos on YouTube and I was really fascinated about its its products um, and its company. Um, And uh, Eco Nuts products do not contain uh, any harsh uh, odors. They don't have any uh, chemical residues and no fake filler ingredients. So this is a must for anyone uh, with skin sensitivities, allergies, and other issues. Econuts can be found on the website www.econutssoap.com, on Amazon, eBay, VitaLife.com, and VitaCost. Econuts is found on the following social media platforms of uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and on Pinterest, they're called Econuts Organic Products. And they're also found on Twitter and YouTube. Their email is service at Econuts.com. Their phone number is toll-free 1-855-9-Econut or 1-855-932-6688. And locally, their number is 310-665-9891. You can reach them by mail at Econuts 4151 Rodondo Beach Boulevard, in Lawndale, California, zip code 90260, and lastly you can find them at their contact page at www.econutssoap.com, their website, and then click the tab that says contact at the top of web webpage to access the contact page. So if you really liked this uh, episode, be sure to uh, let me know. And I want to thank you all for listening. Be sure to share this episode if you really liked it. And of course, mark it as a favorite um, and rate it or anything else you'd like to do. And uh, thank you so much for uh, listening and tuning in. And of course, I will see you and hear from you in the next episode. But until then, bye. (music)